0: what's up divers welcome into the deep dive fantasy football podcast where i take a deep analytical look at fantasy football and combine it with a common sense approach to lead us to some titles i'm your host brandon gabor and before we get started remember you can follow me on my main platform being twitter at deep dive ff instagram at deep dive fantasy football youtube at deep dive fantasy football even tiktok at deep dive ff and as always, check out the website, deepdivefantasyfootball.com. With that being said, let's get into the content. What's up, Divers? Welcome to another episode of Deep Dive Fantasy Football. Like I said, we are back in business. And today, we will be talking about two things. Mainly, our wide receiver or my wide receiver dynasty rankings. And it's also about the approach, how you like to approach it, but... I prefer youth, so that's going to be heavily ranked into these rankings, and we're also going to talk about the coach hires, and I'll give a, a thought here there on each one of those hires and how it may or may not impact anything at all. So, we are going to start with the wide receiver dynasty rankings, and oh my goodness, let me tell you something. We have a wide receiver at number one who could start an era. Somebody that may go down as one of the best to ever do it. Somebody that has someone throwing him the ball who may also go down as one of the best to ever do it. I'm talking about Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase just finished his rookie season at 20 one years old, He was barely able to drink, and he broke the rookie receiving record for most receiving yards in NFL history. Not only that, he put up 13 touchdowns, and he did this with a second- year quarterback, Joe Burrow. So this is the crazy thing. Jamar Chase is not only one of the youngest wide receivers in the NFL. Not only one of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL, he is not only one of the best, most deadly after-the-catch weapons at wide receiver in the NFL, but he also has one of the NFL's strongest, youngest, smartest upcoming quarterbacks, throwing him the ball for likely the rest of his career. They connected in college, and they connected in the NFL. And I don't see it stopping. Jamar Chase is my absolute wide receiver one for Dynasty Football over Justin Jefferson. Yes. And number one reason? Jamar Chase has the quarterback. Justin Jefferson doesn't. Jamar Chase is two years younger than Justin Jefferson. And Jamar Chase did everything he did despite so much. A horrible offensive line, one of the worst in the league. Joe Burrow could barely stay on his feet, yet Jamar Chase still put up almost or just over 1,400 yards as a rookie. He also was in an offense that was 20th in the NFL in pass attempts per game. The Cincinnati Bengals, who do not have an outstanding defense... Because they were able to run with Joe Mixon, because they were able to have some leads, and because Joe Burrow, this is being the main reason, because Joe Burrow was still coming back from his injury and they wanted to be careful with him and not overuse him, they ran the ball a lot, a lot more than they will for what I predict to be the rest of Burrow and Chase's career. So we have him coming from an offense with a horrible offensive line and an offense that was 20th in pass attempts per game. I project this team over the next five eight years to be top 10 in pass attempts per game because they've got the weapons they've got the quarterback and they don't have the defense now the defense may come along sure but joe burrow stay in there for good so we've got that to consider and then we have one more thing to consider who he did it with t higgins a second year receiver tall athletic, good catch radius, good 50-50 ball wide receiver who posted 67 receptions and 908 yards as a rookie, has a year under his belt in the NFL, is next to Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is drawing double coverage as a rookie. Tyler Boyd, over the last four seasons, who has averaged 78 receptions over the last four seasons despite missing four games was also alongside Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase absolutely dominated. Ladies and gentlemen, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, this could be the most historic NFL quarterback wide receiver connection ever. And they are being built from almost the same season. Joe Burrow is just in his second year and Jamar Chase just came in. So that's my argument. And that's why Jamar Chase is wide receiver 1. Now we've got Justin Jefferson, wide receiver 2. He's 23 years old. The only problem for Justin Jefferson, he doesn't have a quarterback. Who's his quarterback? We don't know. And I'm not really sure if we want the Vikings to reach for somebody in this draft. I I don't see that being a great idea. Kenny Pickett, okay. Sure. Matt Corral. Ah. Desmond Ridder. Ah. Sam Howell, like Carson Strong. I I actually think Carson Strong, by the way. I think he's a pretty good sleeper. And I think he's got some good development traits, and if he lands in the right system, he's going to be somebody I'm grabbing at the probably back end of the first or middle of the second in super flex rookie drafts, because I don't think that he's going to go high. So I'm keeping my eye on Carson Strong. But as I was saying, this quarterback class, that ain't it. And Kirk Cousins is good, but he, we know he's not the future. So Justin Jefferson, he's got the quarterback question. Plus, he's just not as Dominant as dominant as Jamar Chase. He might have him on route running, but mm, that's pretty much it. Now, at number three, I've got A.J. Brown. 23 years old, also doesn't have the quarterback, and he's got some injury concerns because he's been injured here and there pretty much every season that he's been in the NFL, but he's still pretty young. 23 years old, same as Justin Jefferson, right? And he's a beast. He's an absolute beast. He's one of the few who might be better than Jamar Chase after the catch. Now, I said might. And I know the stats from this year probably support Jamar Chase. And maybe Jamar Chase is better. But A.J. Brown is going to be one of the best over the course of time. I would say Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, Chris Godwin, and Debo Samuel are probably the four best after-the-catch receivers. So, And we'll see what happens with some faster, newer guys like Jalen Waddle, who we'll talk about in a little bit. So Justin Jefferson at 2, A.J. Brown at 3. CeeDee Lamb is my wide receiver four. Now, this is where it gets a little hairy. He didn't have a, a great season. He disappointed a lot of people this year. People were expecting the huge step, him to become that alpha wide receiver one. He's only 22 years old. He is barely older than Jamar Chase, barely. And Amari Cooper is probably gone this year. If not, Michael Gallup is definitely gone. They both might be gone this year or at least by next year. So you're looking at CeeDee Lamb becoming and taking over that wide receiver one role, and he's got Dak Prescott. He does have the quarterback. Say what you want about Dak Prescott, but as a passer for fantasy purposes, that's he's all we need. We, you can't ask for for much better in terms of somebody who's gonna get the ball to his his playmakers, and that's what Dak does. So C.D. Lamb is at four for me. Now this is super spicy, but you guys know this is my dude, one of my dudes, right? I have a lot of stake. I've had a lot of stake over the past couple of years in this team. And that's the cincinnati Bengals. last year when joe burrow was a rookie i had him in my top 12 and i explained to you guys because of rushing upside he showed that upside until he got hurt and he was doing pretty good and now look at him for fantasy amazing you guys know i've always been on tyler boyd and you guys know last year i was all over t higgins compared to other people t higgins i've been calling him baby brandon marshall for quite a while mini Marshall or baby Brandon or baby Brandon Marshall whatever you want to say that's what he is and he's going to grow into what I think can be a Brandon Marshall wide receiver he just needs to put on a little bit more weight be a little bit stronger he's got the size he's got the hands and I mean he's got the quarterback same thing I said with Jamar Chase and he's going to have Jamar Chase alongside him for the foreseeable future this could be You know, Brandon Marshall when he was with the Broncos as being T. Higgins, and then Jamar Chase can be a far superior, a far, far superior um Demaryius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders. Or you could go Brandon Marshall with the Bears and Alshon Jeffrey when Alshon Jeffrey was like super sick in his like, what was it, rookie year or something like that. So, anyways, T. Higgins, he's my number five. He's only 23 years old. He had a better, because I know a lot of people are going to start saying, whoa, you got T. Higgins above D.K.? Well, let me compare him to D.K. for a second. He's got better yards per target than D.K. Metcalf. And you can't just be like, ah, Joe Burrow, that's why. Well, what about Russell Wilson? So T. Higgins has better yards per target. That means, on average, when the ball is thrown at T. Higgins, he's getting more yards for you than D.K. Metcalf. It's the perfect average between catch rate, how often you catch the ball, and yards per catch, how far you get off he catch off each catch. The perfect middle of that is yards per target and T Higgins is over DK in that. He's also above DK in true catch rate because he's got better hands than DK. He's just as athletic. DK's got him on straight line speed, but T Higgins by far has him on quickness and lateral agility. So, I'll take T Higgins over DK. You've got the age. He's. I'm less worried about T. Higgins getting hurt than DK. DK's probably going to regress faster in his career than T. T. Higgins will. And for some reason, DK's not really even a 50-50 ball guy, even though he's huge. He just doesn't have those hands. He doesn't have that body control like T. Higgins does. So I'm going to take T. Higgins at five. Now I'm going to take Jalen Waddle at six. He's 23 years old. He's a PPR machine. And he is the type of wide receiver that thrives regardless who the quarterback is. Regardless, he is likely working in the slot most of the time. He was doing that his rookie season. I expect that to continue, especially with the recent hires in Miami. Miami brought in Mike McDaniels, he was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers. And look at how they use Debo. Wes Welker was the wide receiver coach for the 49ers, and Wes Welker was a slot receiver himself, who was highly, a highly peppered target he's now the wide receiver coach for the dolphins so both of those hires are also good for waddle and he broke a hundred catches as a rookie yes please jalen waddle wide receiver six for dynasty at wide receiver seven for dynasty i have dj moore he's only 24 years old just give this man a quarterback that is all he needs all he needs is a quarterback ah that's all you need bro chris godwin at eight he's 25 years old people are starting to forget about chris man he is young he is young he prototypes as a possible 160 targets per year guy he could easily be a 10 target per game wide receiver depending on where he ends up he's going to get a huge contract whether he stays in Tampa or leaves, and that's going to make him somebody that is highly targeted and he like I said is one of the best after the catch he's got really good hands he's a great route runner he is a basically alpha wide receiver one Tyreek Hill I'm putting at nine it's pretty much because of the age, 27 years old, up and down season this year. One half of the season, he was super good. The other half, he killed you and really just disappointed you in fantasy. He's got Pat Mahomes. He does have the quarterback. I just question how long Tyreek Hill's going to go. And when we're looking at all the guys above him, I mean, he's 27. The oldest person before, Tyler, uh, before Tyreek Hill on this list for me was Chris Godwin at 25. And Chris Godwin is an alpha wide receiver one as well. And he's going to be a number one somewhere. So, and if he stays in Tampa with Mike Evans, well, Grug's probably gone. And Antonio Brown's gone. And if we have like Kyle Trask, which is what I assume is going to be the case, then Kyle Trask is going to just be throwing 10 targets to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin each every game. They're just going to be the entire offense. So that's how I expect that to go if he stays in Tampa. So either way, Chris Godwin beast, Tyreek Hill. He's going to be really good. I just don't know how many years he's got left. I have no idea. Cooper Cup is at wide receiver 10 for me for Dynasty because he's 28 years old. And the Rams offense is different every year, right? If you go back and think about it, they had Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Every week, you can never predict who did what. You can never predict who was the number one. After Brandon Cooks left every year, you didn't know who was going to be better between Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, and it would flip-flop. And then Robert Woods gets injured. Now Cooper Cup was already on a massive tear and he didn't really get better when Robert Woods got injured. He just kept going. So yes, he was clearly the number one over Robert Woods this year. And Matt Stafford does tend to like a guy. And I think Cooper Cup is that guy for him. And Cooper Cup is absolutely amazing. He's extremely smart. His intellect is one of the reasons he dominates in the NFL. One of the many reasons and sure hands and great route running and all that stuff. But Cooper Cup at 28 years old, he's probably got three solid seasons looking at his body of work, his, you know, how he's built, how they use him. I would say he's probably got three really good seasons left, but I don't know if they keep Odell. What if they keep Odell and Robert Woods comes back? Cooper Cup's not going to be 1,800 yards. It's not going to happen. Again, I just, I, that's very difficult for me to see, especially Cam Akers comes back too. You got to remember, they didn't have a run game really this year. Their run game was okay, But they didn't have the run game that they were hoping to have. And everyone's so high on Cam Akers. If you're super high on Cam Akers, then, you know, look at Cooper Cup with a little bit of hesitancy. Now, uh, at 11, I finally have DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, 24 years old. For me, there's a couple questions. He's inconsistent. Year to year, he's inconsistent. Game to game, he's inconsistent. He's not a huge volume type wide receiver that you're going to throw the ball to 10 times because he's not the best route runner and to be getting that many targets you need to be a great route runner or be absolutely massive and a good 50-50 ball guy which is he massive yeah is he a good 50-50 ball guy no he doesn't have great body control so and i'm not i'm not trying to down dk he's a great player but we're comparing a whole bunch of great players right now and his body type is also less sustainable for success long term he relies on his straight line speed extremely he's also huge and that's a bad situation for two reasons. One, his speed will decline faster than most people because of how big he is and the t- uh, the tread, what am I trying to say? The wear and tear, there it is, the wear and tear that he's going to put on his body running nine routes all the time at that weight. And he's also not just got to worry about that, but he's had a lot of injuries in the past. And I just, when he loses his straight line speed, what is he going to be, you know? and so that's why I worry about DK that's one question also we've got another question with is Russell Wilson even going to be there is Russell Wilson still going to be a quarterback if there, if Russell Wilson is gone Russell Wilson might have the best deep ball in the NFL and DK and Tyler Lockett both thrive because of their ability to get down the field and to just dominate off the deep ball so if Russell Wilson ends up leaving you're in deep deep water with DK Metcalf so It's crazy how, you know, last year people were like, oh, is DK Metcalf wide receiver one for dynasty. And now it seems like most people have him more at like five, six. Well, last year I had him at like seven and now I dropped him down a little bit to 11. So I've always been a little contrarian on DK, but it turned out well this year for me. And I think it's going to continue to do so. Now at wide receiver 12, because we're just doing our top 12 dynasty wide receivers. At wide receiver 12, I have Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is 29 years old. Not only is he the oldest person on this list, but he also has an unknown future. He's a free agent, and Aaron Rodgers is also somebody that may or may not be a Packer. Nobody really knows. If he goes somewhere else, he supposedly wants to bring Devontae, but is that team going to be able to afford Devontae? Because Devontae, there's some reports out there saying he wants $30 million a year. That's quarterback money. That's ridiculous. I would never give that kind of money to a wide receiver. Like, Everything that I just said about Jamar Chase, I completely believe to be true. If Jamar Chase asks for thirty million dollars a year, I don't know if I could spend that. I don't. I really don't. I can't spend that I can't justify that money on any position unless the cap goes extremely, extremely high. I can't justify that kind of money on anybody other than a quarterback. So we'll see what happens. Devontae Adams, I doubt he's gonna get that kind of money, but still, trading for Rogers. Which is what a team is going to have to do, and then paying Devonta twenty, Devonte 20 25 million dollars a year—that's tough. So I don't know if that's actually realistic. Devonte Adams probably won't have Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers leaves, and we saw how that worked out when he had Brett Hundley, and I think he had like a game or two with Jordan Love, if I'm not mistaken, and whoever the other guy—I think Deshaun Kaiser threw a couple, threw in a couple games as a Packer, but. Devonta Adams is not the same without Aaron Rodgers it's the chemistry it's the connection and that's not something that you just can have with somebody else so that's my wide receiver 12 Those are my top 12 wide receivers let's recap it absolute wide receiver one Jamar Chase absolute wide receiver two Justin Jefferson tear break AJ Brown CeeDee Lamb at three and four tear break T. Higgins at five Jalen Waddell at six DJ Moore at seven Chris Godwin at eight tear break Tyreek Hill at 9, Cooper Cup at 10, DK Metcalf at 11, and Devontae Adams at 12. Those are my top 12 dynasty wide receivers, and now we're going to talk about some coaching hires. So, so far, the Bears, disappointing. I wanted an offensive guy. They went with a defensive guy. They hired Matt Eberflus, the Colts defensive coordinator, so not great, not what I was wanting for Justin Fields, but I still think Justin Fields will figure it out, and I'm sure it's going to be a little bit better than the situation he's been in thus far. The Giants hired Brian Dable, the Bills offensive coordinator. I think that's a solid hire, and I think you should keep your eyes out for Kadarius Toney. Broncos, they've hired Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers offensive coordinator, dot, 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 the Packers, Packers, dot, 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 offensive coordinator. I think that that means we should keep our eye out for Aaron Rodgers, A lot of people were already connecting the Broncos as a great landing spot, including myself or Aaron Rodgers, before the hire. Now they've got somebody from Green Bay. So, interesting. Raiders, they hired Josh McDaniels. Not a big fan of that. Obviously, the Patriots offensive coordinator. But it is going to be good for Hunter Renfro. Think of what the Patriots have always had. A dominant slot wide receiver. Wes Welker, uh, Danny Amendola. Hunter Renfro is going to be that. And he was already getting mad targets. Now, you know, granted, uh, Darren Waller was hurt and banged up and missed some games and all that stuff. So maybe it changes a little bit. Maybe they add another wide receiver in the draft. I wouldn't be surprised. Or in free agency, maybe they could be a team that tries to go after a Chris Godwin, because that would be a nice room. Godwin, Waller, Renfro, that's pretty nice. So we'll see what they end up doing. But Hunter Renfro is looking pretty good jaguars hired doug peterson old eagles head coach that won the super bowl i think that's a pretty good hire i think they just need somebody that they can just rely on to be a good coach they don't need something super fancy they need to just get that orga- organization on the tracks and get that organization moving and they know that that doug peterson can do that so i think that was a solid hire dolphins hired mike mcdaniels the 49ers offensive coordinator we already kind of talked about that he brought in Wes welker to be the wide receiver coach i think that's really good for Jalen Waddle. We'll see if Mike McDaniels is a big 2 guy. We'll see. I mean, they were able to make everything work in San Fran with Jimmy Garoppolo, the broken man, and everybody else that they had, Nick Mullins and all the other guys they had rotating in there whenever Garoppolo couldn't go. And they always made it work. So I think McDaniels will probably be able to figure out how to make it work with, uh, with Tua but we'll see and we'll see if he actually ends up liking Tua and committing to him and that'll be interesting also to see how the Brian Flores thing develops because if Tua if Mike McDaniels doesn't end up you know taking a a kind opinion to Tua then maybe Brian Flores wasn't so off you know and it just makes that firing which I thought was ridiculous look way worse anyways Vikings to my knowledge have not hired anybody yet unless there's something that I just missed while working or something but recently I'm pretty sure nothing new has come in. So the Vikings don't have a quarter uh, a coach yet and the Saints hired their defensive coordinator Dennis Allen to be their head coach. I don't really have much to say about that. And the Texans hired Lovey Smith, their defensive coordinator to be the head coach. Don't have much to say about that either. I would have liked to see an offensive guy go to to Houston and you know, if they end up keeping Davis Mills and just rolling the dice with him, trading Watson, they get ammo for Watson, then they keep Davis Mills for this year, use that ammo to give him some better weapons, give him a better situation. Maybe he could have been a nice sneaky, sneaky guy, but Lovey Smith, not too excited about that. But hey, same same thing still goes. We'll see what happens, um, how their offensive coordinator does, all that stuff, so those are the head coaching hires. Those are my top 12 dynasty rankings for wide receiver. I was super dramatic for the Jamar Chase uh, build up. I don't know if you could actually hear the music in the back, but I put on dramatic music for that moment because, guys, I really believe Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow could become one of the best connections. You know how they always talk about Tom Brady to Gronk and how historic that connection is with touchdown passes and all that stuff. That's going to be Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Assuming nothing tragic happens where it's like a you know career-ending injury or anything like that, I don't see them leaving each other because, I mean, they're basically in a committed relationship. They were committed in LSU. LSU, the last season, I think Jamar Chase had like 1,700-something yards and 20 touchdowns in his last season with Joe Burrow. And then he comes in here and puts up 1,400-something and – 13 touchdowns as a rookie in the NFL alongside T Higgins alongside Tyler Boyd with a good running back in Joe Mixon that they can also throw passes to and a bad offensive line and an offense that doesn't pass the ball a lot. It's just ridiculous. So yeah, that's why I put the music on and I hope you guys have a great one. Hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm super salty, super salty that I'm working during the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to watch the Super Bowl. And I don't know how much of it I'm gonna be able to see. So that really grinds my gears. But, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. So, and what I gotta do is work. So, you know, I'll end up watching it. Obviously, I'll see the whole Super Bowl. I just might not be able to watch it live, which sucks. And it's gonna be impossible not to know what happened if that's the case. So hopefully, I don't have to go through that, but we'll see. Anyways, hope you guys have a great one. Thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends, let everyone know that we are back online over here at Deep Dive Fantasy Football, and drop a rating, drop a review. Even if you've already dropped a rating before, drop another one. What's new? Have you noticed anything new? Do I talk about anything new that you like? Is there something that you wish I would talk about more? Drop it all in the review. Help me out here. All right, peace out, guys. Enjoy football, and until next time.